Real Rewind starting. Sorry. Hey guys, um, uh, welcome to the next episode of Real Rewind. I'm your host, Callum, joined by George. Hello. And by Alex. Hello. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, this comes out right before Christmas, isn't it? This comes out the 21st, yeah, no. right? Adam, this is right before Christmas. You're normally the one who's the stickler. Sorry? You're normally the one who's the stickler for, like, it is Christmas. Yeah, yeah, actually true, yeah. Well, not, not as bad as you. At least I don't do, like, the month away. You're breaking the illusion, yeah. But, yeah, no, um, yeah. Good, good Christmas soon. And um, we'll start this week with what we're watching. Uh, Alex, what are you watching this past week? I watched... I watched a huge amount. I watched, uh, but what I did watch, which I did very much enjoy, was I went and watched Die Hard in the cinema. Ooh. Uh, do you remember at the start of this week when we were tier two and not tier four? I'm still um, tier two, you losers. You suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went and watched Die Hard in a cinema, which was very cool. Hmm. Um, and like, I mean, I'm going to assume that probably everyone's seen Die Hard and I don't need to tell you what Die Hard is. Yeah, we've watched sure. it. I have watched it. Like, how did people argue that it isn't a Christmas film. I have no idea. Like, there's so many references to Christmas. No, I think it's, it's just more because it's an action film and people expect Christmas to be like, you know, constantly just but, like, you know, Santa and Snow but, and, you know, no action yeah, kids no. film. But aside, aside from Santa physically showing up and, you know, getting McLean off the building, I don't know how they could have made it much more Christmas. It is like, so Home Alone clearly is a Christmas film. Yeah. Yeah. Home Alone is just a story about a kid who gets left at home at Christmas, and therefore is a Christmas. This is just a story about, you know, a guy who fights off terrorists or thieves in a building at Christmas, and therefore is a Christmas. It literally say, it, it literally plays Let It Snow over the final credits. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thought on that. Uh, so I watched that, watched the original Halloween, because, you know, nothing like a Halloween yeah. film that you prepare. Let's see if Suzanne that one. That's a weird question. Uh, yeah. Watched the final episode of Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think um, of that? Anyway. Should we have, yeah. are we having a discussion of that? I suppose after? discuss it after we've all gone through our stuff and watched, I guess. It, yeah, because I yeah. feel like that's going to be the main thrust yeah. of the episode. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watched Star Trek again. I'm watched actually not caught for that. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like three behind or something now. I've not, I've not watched it. I don't want to, but I just don't want to it. Yeah. Like, Star Trek Discovery is one of those weird shows where I'm like, I don't really care that much, but so I just keep watching. Because there's only like, well, I've caught up. I've only got one episode. I'll watch it. Well, I, I, got, hooked, I got hooked last season mainly because of Park and Spock, but that's, you know, then this season is interesting, but, you know, there's some episodes where I get more excited than other episodes where I'm not so excited. So, you know, hopefully it gets, see, see where it goes, it goes along, but yeah. Um, yes, I think that that is it. Nice, uh, George. What are you watched the past week? Uh, I watched um, Your Vice is a Lock Room and Only I Have the Key. Oh, what's that? <laughs> which is a 1972 uh, film directed by Sergio Martino, hmm. um, and it's very good. I liked it a lot. It's very like full on because it's all about like domestic abuse and orgies and <laughs> it's, I think it's kind of inspired by the black cat which makes sense because there is a lot of that in there what's the actual plot for it 
essentially, this guy is like a author and he's a kind of failed author and lives in a mansion with his like wife and their like marriage is really strained. And he is kind of like a, he has like an orgy at one point and then like someone turns up dead and everyone's like, it could be you. And, then someone else turns up dead, and he was like, after the orgy, I think. <laughs> one of them's definitely after the orgy. And then it's kind of a thing of like, oh, who? And then it's like his niece turns up. So he's like kind of going mad slowly and is like, I could have done it. I don't think I did. And then his wife is like, I'm living in a house with a killer. And his niece is like, I'm going to find out what really happened. And then they're all kind of manipulating each other. And then there's a cat. Sounds interesting. It was good. I really liked it. Hmm. Um, I watched Doomed, which is that um, documentary about the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Yeah, I saw you watch that. Um, I didn't know. So I've, not, I've, I've seen clips from it and know about all about that film, but like, I didn't know you could actually just properly watch it. I thought it was like a unreleased film. Yeah, well, this was a documentary about it. But I mean, um, did you watch the film as well, though? Yeah, I've seen the film. Yeah, I've seen the film a bunch of times. So, how do you watch it? Like, I mean, I could be an idiot. I don't know. Oh, is it, it was all it was online? Yeah, there's loads of copies and stuff online. Oh, fair. I didn't. Um, so I, I, and I knew. I basically watched. Um, I'd read a bunch of Fantastic Four this week um, and then was like, ah, I w- ended up watching a video about it because it was suggested. So I was like, I might just watch this documentary because it's not particularly long and I've got some like time to kill. Um, and it's all right. Hmm. It does sound interesting because wasn't it, um, wasn't the film made really quick because it was still their, li- their contract was running out to own the license to the, the, the rights to the Fantastic Four so how to make them quick? Uh, yeah, well, they talk about um, it was really quick, but that's also what Roger Corman does. Like his productions are, you start and then you like finish. Yeah. So it was like a really quick turnaround um, that they were doing over Christmas. But it's more talking about, or like a big point of it is they were like shooting this film and they were like believing in it and all the cast and crew and stuff. And then obviously it just wasn't released. But then it's the thing of like, who knew if it was released or who knew if it was never going to get released? And the stuff of like the actors were like, this is going to be a big break for us. So like, what two of them were like touring and doing like a ton of conventions, and they're like paying for their own travel and stuff. One of the the two guys who like did the music hired like a fifty piece orchestra with their own money because everyone yeah. was like, this is going to be like our big break. And then it's like, and some of that stuff like really works, but then ultimately like it wasn't released, and it's a lot of people being like, well. Okay, but there's some nice moments in it. Like ultimately, it ended up like being all right for everyone involved. So okay, there wasn't any like big huge yeah. issue. But yeah, it's just kind of interesting. It is quite interesting to be fair. Uh, I also watched Pit Stop, which is a film from 1969. It's directed by Jack Hill, who did a lot of like exploitation stuff. That's what I know him from. All right. Um, but it's about figure of eight racing. If you know what that is. No. Um, yeah, well, I'm assuming Alex says it's where you basically the track is a figure of eight. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, cross. yeah. Um, right. Yeah. When you decide that normal racing is a little bit too boring, so you add in, like, intentional crashes, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it, it's kind of like a really generic movie. It felt to me, I know it came out ages beforehand, but it felt to me like Top Gun was like, I reckon we can make planes fit this mess. 
because it's basically the plot of Top Gun. But admittedly, that is a very generic plot of like, Hothead comes in and thinks he can change the game. The old guy who used to be on top is a rival. They have a bit of a spat and then they become friends in the end. But there's, there's kind of like an interesting ending. Like the ending reveal, I guess, is quite good. But yeah, I'd recommend checking that out. Uh, I watched Dead in Driving, which is an 80s like dystopian movie. A bit like Mad Max. It's essentially like kids get put in a drive-in, which is a concentration camp. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, I watched rewatched One Cut of the Dead. I think I've talked about it before. It's great. Um, I saw the new Top Gear cre- special or whatever, or the Grand Tour special. Oh, oh thing. yeah, yeah. Um, which is quite good. It's very like gripped. I don't really care for Top Gear. I think it's fine, but I'm not like the biggest fan. And I like. Yeah. Started watching the Grand Tour and was like, this is kind of a bit too like scripted and too filmed, which I know it all is, but it just felt like too... The, the episode where they died multiple times, I was like, I'm not really feeling this. So I stopped watching, then me and Alex watched all the specials together. And I was like, actually, I like the specials. Like, I still like them. Yeah. And that's what yeah. this is. Like, that is yeah. That, that, I, I enjoyed the special, but it's very much like, you know what you're getting with that, with them. Like, yeah. did you enjoy it when they did specials on Top Gear all those years ago? Then you'll still enjoy it. Did you not think much of it back then? You're not going to think much of it now. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's top quite a good special. Yeah, there's definitely moments, especially at the end, where they're doing like a skit at the end, and I'm like, I don't really care about this. Like, I don't know. And then I That's watched Wonder Woman as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, what do you think overall? I quite enjoyed it. Uh, no spoilers because no Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I would say I. It has the worst opening font, opening like title font I think I've ever <laughs> seen in cinema. It's awful. But I would say there's a lot of stuff I liked about it. A lot of stuff I did like I, about it. I liked the characters. It just felt very underwhelming leaving, I guess. Maybe underwhelming is the wrong word. But I'm always like thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, this bit's really good. This bit's really good. This bit's really good. But overall, I thought it was fine. So I don't... I feel like there was a yeah. lot of like... Again, no spoilers, but there's a lot of stuff where there's like a scene where she's like, I now have this power. And then like two scenes later, that's the thing that like saves the world or something. Or like has a really big role. And yeah, like, I, I know what you mean. It's uh, powers like, she you... has like a weird grab bag of powers now, but Yeah, it's weird because you watch it and like um like ignore a lot of obviously the comic stuff obviously all comes from that, but like in the terms of what we've seen so far in the um, the DCU, there's stuff in it where you like she does think you're like, Okay, okay, you you you, you can just do that, okay? <laughs> Yeah. The other thing I will say is, I don't know if it was Patty Jenkins or one of the other writers, but someone at some point saw some like stunt show or saw a movie where people were swinging about because yeah. all Wonder Woman does is swing about. Like, again, I don't really want to spoil it, but there's an action scene which goes on for like twice as long as it needs to because Wonder Woman fights someone, then swings away and then swings back. And yeah, there's a lot of swinging. Just stand still. Yeah. Just stand still and stop. Yeah, it. there's a bit as well. Again, like it's hard to talk to but I think George know what I mean. I say so there's a bit where she discovers she can do something, but she starts to swing while doing it. If you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. also for, for the show, show as well, like um, I don't really think I'm going to believe fully, but like what obviously Chris Pine's in this film. Mm-hmm. Did you like how he, why he's in it? Or I like Chris Pine. I will. Yeah, say, I, I will. Pine. I will say that watching this, I was like, God, Chris Pine's a good actor. But then I think, again, I think everyone involved is really good. 
Yeah. I would say all of the, the pieces are good. The glue that holds it together isn't the best glue, and as a result, the thing comes out fine. Held together by prick stick rather than super glue. Yeah. yeah, and like coming out of it, I was like, that was all right, and I've kind of forgotten a lot of it already. Yeah, and you thought as well, like um, with uh, obviously it being like they're going huge on the, even the trailers are often big on 80s nostalgia, that there's only really like a 10 minute segment that does the 80s. Yeah, they didn't really lean into the 80s, which I didn't really mind. I feel like a lot of jokes with Chris Pine being in the 80s, you know, a lot of that, like, on the trailer with, like, you, you know... know it, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of references to the 80s, but it wasn't, like, constant 80s sound. No, it wasn't, no. It had, like, one, you know, one, like, scene where I feel like they really embraced the 80s, and that was really it, to be honest. And it's nothing we've seen before, like, it's literally a rehash of stuff they've done in other films. If anything, it was, like, Stranger, them taking a bit from Stranger Things, doing how, like... An eighties mall, you know, literally just straight out of there. Yeah, it was good. That's that's what I it was will, good. Yeah. All I will say is I liked yeah. it. The pieces were great. The connecting tissue was just fine, mm. and as a result, it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, I was wondering because I was, I was, I got asked you. I mean, Alex said, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna go see it," and then George ended up seeing it instead. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. When I was gonna go see it, I was gonna go see it last week, and then I. In the end, I just I ended up not going, because um, I went to go and see it with a friend, and then he was like, "Oh, for going," and then it turned out that he had to see the first one. So I was like, "Oh, okay." Like you know, we don't have to go and watch this. He was like, "Yeah, no, that's fine." And then like other stuff came up, and we were like, "Oh, we'll do that." And we were going to go the next day to see Die Hard anyway. And I was like, "Do we just, do we yeah. just go and see Die Hard?" That's fair um, enough. Yeah, and then I was going to go and see it next week, but all the cinemas are closed, so. Yeah, I do, I, I do feel sorry for them that they've had this, like, they released it, okay, obviously it's coming out in America on the 25th, but in England, so it's in the cinema for, what, four days, and then this is gone? I nice. mean, in certain places, not everywhere. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot... A, a London, big London chunk. isn't the UK, just to let everyone know. Well, no, it's not just London tier four, mate. Like, <laughs> well, it's mostly, like, just the bits of the southeast, but a lot of the rest southeast, of the southeast, yeah. And Peterborough, that's it. And, and tier, <laughs> I know that's you too. No, well, no, the North in Tier 3, mate. Like, <laughs> True, but, yeah. That was stayed in Tier 3. Yeah, yeah but... Let's, yeah. Let's, not, let's not turn this podcast into talking about tier systems, please. Yeah. I've had enough of that the last couple of days. But, I mean, I, I think I talked about it when they announced it, but the announcement tweet of, like, we know there's a pandemic on, but sometimes you love something and you just have to release it. So... We're saying go out to cinemas. Let's start this. We love it. Was directly above a tweet that was talking about my dad just died. Please take COVID seriously. That was like this seems entirely wrong. I don't know why more people weren't talking about like them being like we like this film, so we're going to release it. Fuck COVID. Was a bit like that seems a bit of a weird marketing strategy. But then also the fact that they're releasing this, and I don't know if it's going to do that well. I'm like, well, he shot yourself in the own foot. Like he could have waited. Yeah, I, I don't think completely irrelevant of the quality of the film. I don't think it will do that well. I don't think will do well. That's year. also why they're releasing it on HBO Max at the same time. So actually, yeah. it might do quite well. I think it will do quite well via however HBO they Max. measure these things. Oh yeah, I think it will. Yeah. I just think in the cinema, it's going to, you know, be yeah. fairly. I'm like, you kind of shot yourself in the foot there, being like, no, we want to release it when you could have waited, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. I'm interested yeah. to see how it will do on uh, HBO. I, I, that's what I kind of think it is. Is I feel like this is probably like we already have this film made, and we're, we're looking at releasing a bunch of other films on HBO Max, and we already have this film made. 
should we release this film on HBO Max and see how well it does before we like commit to doing all of the other stuff on HBO Max? Yeah, because next year they've done the whole thing of the whole year. It's going to be like HBO Max, isn't it? Of um, all the Warner Bros. releases, at least. Yeah, which yeah. Yeah, might change, but... Well, yeah, I, I think we'll there's a bit of a, a bit of a like a dry run for that, I guess. Yeah, we'll see though. But yeah, no, um, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen this well. Like, um, I watched uh, uh, Ma Rainey's uh, uh, Black Bottom. You know, like uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman's final film, mm-hmm. and it's actually really like I really really enjoyed that. It's not it's not very really like an hour and a half. And it's based on a play the same name, and um, uh, yeah, um, he he's. Him and Viola Davis are fantastic in, like fantastic in it. Chadwick Boseman is amazing in it. Like definitely was a standout um, performance in the whole film. And I don't want to go into go, go into too much. It is also like based on a play, based on the play, and it tells a story of like they record. It's, it's all set in one recording studio to the whole film where they're recording the, the song "My Way's Black Black Bottom," and it's just all this twist and turns, twist twists and turns of like different emotions, and different things happening all within this short time frame of them being happy recording music, to them fighting in the band, to them having like. Um, uh, arguments to them like talking about money then people were getting quit out of the band people were getting hurt and like it's always stuff happens it's like what the hell we're just one recording session but no it's, I'll definitely recommend watching it and definitely for, even for Chad Chad Bozeman it's amazing yeah and then um, I also watched uh, uh, The Banker which is um, stars, uh, it's on Apple TV it stars Samuel Jackson and uh, uh, Anthony Mackie as um, uh, uh, the two first uh, uh, black bankers in America during the 1960s and again, like a very uh, interesting, interesting, like uh, good film. Uh, Sam Jackson is always like, really good there for me. He plays, play, plays himself again, but he's, he's still really good in the part. Ant Mackie's also really, really good in it. But yeah, that's another interesting film I've watching. It's hard to watch this film without spoiling him, but yeah, it just goes into like the racial relationship. It's all right because that's on Apple TV, so I will never watch that. <laughs> yeah, no fair. one will ever watch it. Alan, you and two other people are the only people who watch Apple TV on the planet. I need to get trials occasionally just to watch those films. I still never paid. I still never paid for it. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, and then I also watched. Um, I was saying like actually, if you watch Halloween with Jeremy Curtis, I watched um, uh, Trailing Places. That was on, that mm-hmm. was that, that was on uh, TV the other day. I I really enjoy that film. Like, I think it's got like, quite funny. I didn't watch it quite well actually. I think people get like how like kind of like dark it gets in parts. <laughs> Especially with Dan Aykroyd when he's like just like drunk dressed as Santa. It's the same universe as Coming to America, right? I think it is. Yeah. Because those guys are in it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not about that, that too much, but yeah, that, that's yeah. my that's my input for this is Tragic Places and Coming to America are set in the same universe. It's the Aykroyd cinematic universe, the ACU. <laughs> <laughs> so these two movies and Dan yeah. Aykroyd's not in the second one so <laughs> it should be the only Murphy but just, just only Murphy yeah and then I think the other thing I watched was um, I watched uh, Man with the Golden Gun which is didn't really find that good much at all I'd not seen that before I thought Man with the Golden Gun's the one with Nicknack though yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, I've seen that before yeah I got Nicknack in it and Chris, yeah uh, uh, Christopher Lee Mm-hmm. Which I think he's actually yeah he's actually quite a good in the film though overall he's, he's 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 pretty good like Bond villain I thought. My more thing is Christopher oh, Lee is like Christopher Lee as Saruman especially is like such like a cool sinister like he played Dracula he played Saruman yeah and you see him with James Bond you're like ah oh, he's gonna be the like Fair nipple he's yeah. able he's able to cheese it up but also able to be like 
threatening and like sinister. Then you watch Man with a Golden Gun, and he's not really any of those. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, true. I, yeah, true. I, I do also love this. Like, it's just knickknacks. Knickknacks in the film's ridiculous. <laughs> Especially the anyway, put them into a suitcase and put them up the, up the ship. I feel like he's kind of like the forgotten sidekick a little bit. I feel like everyone remembers Jaws and everyone remembers Odd Job, and less people yeah. remember Knickknacks. Yeah, I, I also really did like the Bond. You know, um, uh, is, she, is she called? Is it? Is she called? Um, Good Night or something? Yeah, yeah. She was awful in that film. I, I watched the whole thing. And she just kept annoying me. Like she kept doing dumb things. Like, like a bit when she's like look, looking at Bongo and you need help down there. And she leans back into the button that launches the laser. I'm going like, are you serious? <laughs> and she's going, oh no. And she's pressing loads, loads of buttons. So I'm just going like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but the man with the golden gun did give us the golden gun in Goldeneye. So, the game. So that's, you know. Yeah. Credit, wait, credit. Every yeah. James Bond. I'm pretty sure in like every James Bond game, there's the golden gun. It's like a one-shot kill weapon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to, you have to don't you? The, uh, PS2 from Russia with Love game, which is still the best James Bond game. But... I've never seen that. Yeah, game. apart from Goldeneye, I agree, yeah. Hmm. Nah. Well, yeah. actually, Goldeneye's pretty good problem. Nah, from Russia with Love on PS2 was like, but was that Piers Brosnan one he did as well? Because that's a really good Bond game. Uh, with uh, Willem Dafoe as the bad guy. I don't know. I've not really, I've not, I've not really, done, I've not really played Bond games. I've only really done Golden Eye. I mean, I can't, I'm going to try and look it up. Hang on. But everyone else, Phil. Everyone vamp. <laughs> vamp for a bit. Uh, I think the only last thing I watched on live was like, uh, watch that, what's that Benedict Cumberbatch um, Grinch film? Oh, uh, yeah. I, the, well, that was not good. <laughs> I really, sorry, I watched it the other week and really enjoyed it. I, I don't know, I just, I just didn't, I don't know, like, I, I, I looked at it and think I just prefer the original cartoon better. Or like, even the Jim Carrey one I thought was better. I just watched this and I just went like, eh, I don't know. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch did a good, good, good voice, you know, it's pretty good, pretty funny as the Grinch. Um, I don't know. I thought that's changed bits. I added, added bits to it. I was going like, it's good, it's not. I, I, again, I know it's a kids' film. I, I know it looked like that, but um, I don't know. I just didn't feel it was a good. Good job, everyone was like, um, what? Um, uh, have, have you watched Alex at Wayfair? Just to you. Uh, no, no, I didn't watch it. I wasn't here at that point. Um, yeah, I. Do you know what? I'm trying to think if I've ever seen the Grinch. I mean, so I've definitely seen the Grinch, but have I ever seen the full thing? Or have I just caught bits of on TV? You not seen the Grinch like, through? I don't know. If I have, it was a long time. We will talk about the Grinch later. So, just to just to let you know that the Grinch will come up later in our discussion today. Nice. Well, if you want, I can I can move on to that discussion. Unless you, unless you it was James Bond, everything or nothing. That was it. No, that was that one. There you go. I found it. When James Bond, everything or nothing. When did that come out? Two thousand and three. Oh. I think it was this one. PS2? Yeah, it has Shadow and Elizabeth in it, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good game. I think it was, like, supposed to be canon as well. So. Really? Yeah, it was the last appearance of Prince Poison, I'm fairly sure. Oh. Doesn't say anything about it on here, but... That's me. Yeah, it was really good. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You know, um... Yeah, that's pretty much uh, everything I, uh, that I watched past week. Um... I think what I was going to ask you guys was um, because uh, we're near Christmas and obviously we're watching a lot of uh, uh, Christmas films lately 
Are there particular Christmas films where you watched as a child, really enjoyed, and then look back now and as adults sort of don't like it or think like, why did I like that? Or just basically look, look back and it like not as the same fond memory at all. We do a lot of films, but in particular Christmas films, because often you can look at a nice uh, Christmas film as a kid, like a clearly kiss one like The Muppets, but still we enjoy it as an adult. So if you had the opposite effect of that on other films. Yes, The Grinch. Yeah, I thought... <laughs> the, Grinch, the Grinch sucks. The Grinch is such a bad movie. Which one, though? Uh, the Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey, yeah. The Jim Carrey Grinch sucks. Like, it's not particularly good. He looks weird. Like, it's a fine performance. But I think... I As a kid, I don't remember loving it. But as a kid, I was way more... Like, rewatching it perhaps more recently, I was like, ugh. Uh, it's just not particularly good at all. Not that I haven't watched it in a long, a long time, if I'm honest. Um, I remember, like you said, you're looking weird. I, I think the prosthetic makeup that was actually quite impressive, though, what they did to yeah, him. Kind of. But I love hearing the stories, though, about him, uh, like how apparently it took eight hours a day to, to put the makeup on him. And he and he said he actually like ended up getting, like, what was it, CIA operatives to, the, to teach him yeah. how to endure torture. But then also there's other people who have done prosthetic work, which takes like eight hours as well. But part of me is also like, I know it was fairly early, so it's probably a bit basic, but also I am a bit like, seems kind of more like typical prosthetic work than oh, No, I think you've got a low yak hair going up your neck and stuff. It's not like you're comfortable, is it? True. But then also a bunch of other people of like, Kelsey Grower is Beast. You know, Mike Myers is the cat of the hat if you want to stick ah, with Dr. But- Seuss. But with Beast, though, that would, I'm looking at that, you got to admit, that was mostly just his hand and his head. Grinch had to do a full body suit. Yeah, but that's just a suit. That's what... my thing. Is like I, I know it was earlier than other examples, but also when I look at the Grinch and when I look at like what other people have done in terms yeah, of... But like, do we know that? Like, it doesn't seem that extra torturous. I, I think it's more pixels than what Jim Carrey tells, but that's it. Yeah, but again, it might because Cameron just hasn't discussed it. I think I think anyone hates it. I know Jeff Lawrence has discussed always hating doing the the mystique makeup. Yeah, but then you know they didn't get in like CIA derogation. Yeah, there's that actor who does it all the time because I think he's probably the only person who's Doug Jones. Doug Jones, yeah. 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 I mean, it's like yeah, I don't know. I know he's he probably listens to Jim Carrey telling that story this time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone who does prosthetics is like, why do they get in someone to talk and like, why do they get in like a torture CIA torture person to come in? Like, we've all done prosthetic work, it's fine. (laughs) The thing is, I know it's what's that? This is funny, anyway. What happened? When I was a kid, I, there was a thing on TV called The Second Star on the Left that was like this animated thing about a guinea pig, a hamster, and a rabbit. I'll talk about it in our Home Alone commentary now I think about it. But I remember really liking that as a kid because I was like six when it came out. And I haven't gone back and watched it, but I have a feeling it probably won't hold up. Yeah, I've got a similar thing with Elf. I really liked Elf as yeah. a kid, and I haven't watched it in years, and I have a feeling that if I do, I'm going to be like... I never cared for Elf. I know Elf is like now a big holiday classic, but I never cared for it. I never really liked it. I quite liked it. I liked it as a kid. I haven't really watched it since. I might still like it now. Who knows? But... 
Um, I also remember it being long, and then now I look, it's like a 20 minute thing. So I'm like, uh, 20 minutes. Well, yeah, I remember it being a movie, and then I look at it, it's like 21 minutes or something. Wow. And I'm like, okay. But I guess you know, I was I was little back then. Wait, and everything. What? No, the second side of Elf. Oh, for me, no. oh sorry. No, Elf isn't Elf. Was it over twenty minutes? I was like, I missed something. Like, let's be honest, Elf is fine. It's not oh, great. Yeah. No, I've seen you do it a couple of times, George. I remember you taught me about Death Proof, and you said it was like twenty minutes. I was like, it's an hour and a half, dude. Yeah, I don't remember Death Proof really at all. All I remember in Death Proof is the bit on the car, which is like. I was like, well, they're just on a car, so that would be like, you know, a 10 minute sequence. Oh, is it the bit actually... where she's like grabbing onto, like, you know, like the hood? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. actually like a 45 minute thing. So yeah, like, yeah. Right, you dropped the ball on this one. But... Yeah, yes, fair enough. Um, I think the only question I think of like that is with um, uh, 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 the, whole, the whole Santa Claus trilogy with Tim Allen. They're good. They're, they're just weird looking back. I mean, all Christmas movies are weird. I just, I mean, especially like the second one, that that toy version of him is just bizarre and monstrous. Well, I don't know. I would say that Martin Short in the third one with his like. Frozen. I was gonna go there, yeah. Like the third one is bad, but I think the first two hold up. I think that's still pretty. Is it weird though that I feel like Martin Short looks worse when he turned into like the um like the the like, the, like oh yeah when, uh, when he gets healed, whatever you call it. Like defrosted yeah. or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Because look at some, and then it's funny. I keep seeing the thing online where like people talk about it. It's funny because we realise like so so. Santa dies. The elves don't give a shit. They just force this guy to become Santa. And then afterwards, he also has to go and like basically kidnap a wife and make him marry him in a week. <laughs> in the elves' defence, that Santa was a terrible Santa. Yeah, but is there proof of that though? Yes. Is there? Yeah, all of the adults are like, I wanted this for Christmas and I never got it. And they all hate Santa. So clearly he was a but, terrible Santa. Also, long... someone went, hey! And he fell off a roof. But so... how long was he Santa for, though? Because he didn't have to do the... Um... Did he have a Mrs. Claus have a kid? Yeah, he had a Mrs. Claus. He didn't have a kid. What happened to Mrs. Claus then? He just, you know... Disappeared he... as well? Did she die as well? Yeah, like... yeah, she just leaves. She just goes home. She just goes... Like... Yes! Yeah, she, she just heads She just off goes home. home. Like the president's the first lady. He's just like, right, I'm off now. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Santa Claus. I think it's still going to hold up. I think they're bizarre. Looking back, no, on yeah, it. but again, most Christmas films are bizarre. Not as bizarre as Santa like, Claus. It's like so weird and like. Eh, no elf being like a human child was raised as an elf. I didn't say it wasn't weird. And doesn't understand. Like they're all a bit weird. That's my point. Is like I know the Santa Claus is weird. But also, when you look at any Christmas film, it's like, well, this doesn't really hold up. Right. Home Alone is like, ah, oh, a kid gets left at home, then two burglars are determined to get inside and kill him. So he and then decides a kid to kill and them kills them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're all weird if you think about them. Yeah, they are. I, would also, I know they're classics, but there's a lot of like, It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. God, they're such a slog, aren't they? Yeah. I think other things like, like uh, Fred Claus as well. That's like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like newer ones that I feel like clearly have an audience, but I've like glossed by them because I'm like, I'm not really. Like, I have my classics now. I have my stuff I watch at Christmas. I don't really need that many like new ones. Like, like the new Grinch, I haven't bothered seeing. So I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll get around to it at some point, but often at Christmas when I want to watch, when I would watch some of that, I'm trying to rewatch like Gremlins and Die Hard and all these other ones, the Santa Claus. But yeah, I, I do think, although they are obviously classics, and I do still think they are good, it's a wonderful life and like the original Miracle on 34th Street and stuff. Yeah. Those type of movies are a slog to get through. They're a real like punishment. They're real, like, you watch once to be like, yeah, I've now seen It's a Wonderful Life, and then you never watch again. That's, that's mm. true, because I don't think I've watched that in years. Yeah, like, you know. I don't know. The thing with that... Christmas films is, like, I find that the, the gap, you know, the window for watching Christmas films, because I don't like watching them too early, because I don't like watching Christmas films in the middle of November and then being like, yeah. I've still got a month after Christmas. So you watch them, like, kind of around, like, made, for me, it will probably be in December, and then probably the latter half of December. But then in between that, you've got Christmas and actually seeing friends, seeing family and doing all of that. And then as soon as Christmas is over, I'm like, oh, I don't really fancy watching Christmas. Well, I never end up watching that many. Because yeah, the window true. for watching them is so, like, short. Yeah. I that's mean. why I think a lot of my favourites are ones that, like, aren't heavily Christmas. Like, my, some of my favourites, like Die Hard and Gremlins, which are Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. But they're not heavily Christmas, but they're not like heavily. Like you can, you can watch Gremlins whenever you want. Yeah, I think you can. You can watch Die Hard whenever you want, really. But like that, that's I guess thinking of it now, why I might gravitate more towards them because you can just watch them whenever, really. You don't like have that two week window. Well, the thing as well, well, I find I'm I end up watch. I do watch a few films like like each year. But I mostly watch Christmas specials on TV with more than anything because there's stuff easy to just flick on TV and just watch with your family and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like that. Uh, I mean, me I don't watch it. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Yeah. I don't watch yeah. yeah. I also, do, do you find that you have films that aren't Christmas films, but you watch them? Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, like I find like, that. The Great Escape is the big one because it's on Christmas every year. Yeah. Um, like, I end up watching Harry Potter's each year. Yeah, her, like Harry Potter is always on. Yeah, every we Christmas we watch. Like, yeah, as I say, it's quite often we'll watch like on, I don't know, some point around Christmas. One of the days where it's like not Christmas, but around there, and like everyone's off, and you just end up sitting and watching TV. And there's usually like a Disney film, yeah, or a mm. film, like a family film on, and we'll just sit and be like, ah, like Shrek. Remember, like, like Shrek, like, I think it was like the Creeds last year. Lots of Pixar films, Toy Story, or something like that, or, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, just kind of, it's literally just whatever's on TV. What BBC decides is going to be their kind of like family Christmas films. Yeah. yeah. I was remember as well, especially when I was younger, like, I mean, obviously, obviously not many people watch live TV as much as they used to, obviously, but my used to like, watch, always, watch, like, always watch live TV. I remember every year on ITV, Star Wars, Star Wars would come on when I was younger. So I never watched that in the Christmas, yeah. But yeah, did they do that with the prequels? Did they do that with the original? Did they do that with the originals? I remember. They, 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 did, they did it often with the prequels. I found as well because they're, they're, they're on more on TV. Yeah, yeah. They also probably people cared more about them at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like see, like personally, I love the prequels. That's what I sort of grew. Up. I did also watch the originals a lot, but I grew up with the prequels, you know, coming out. So I sort of gravitate more towards them at the time. But yeah, at yeah. the time I watched. Yeah, like, the prequels. Suck, but I yeah. definitely like, watched them loads as a kid. I was loads, yeah. And like, you know, I love like, playing Lego Star Wars like games and stuff. You know, I, I, I love those at the time. But, but yeah, we watch A Bridge Too Far every Christmas there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one of our like, those weird films that like aren't Christmas, but we watch them at Christmas. 
I feel like there's a lot of there's there's that period where it's like ah there's not really that much like time to watch Christmas films because I do think like there's like this year Christmas is like the third week or the fourth week so you've got like three weeks because you don't really want to watch them afterwards and you don't want to watch them yeah. too far ahead but then like in that time there's still those like films that are Christmas films that you always like go back and rewatch or like play every year at Christmas that especially as a kid you'd just be like ah oh, the Great Escape's on let's watch the Great Escape on Christmas like that's what's the and then yeah there is when I was younger at least there was a lot more like I'm, the I'm, dad's army special would be on you. I'm, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. As a kid, I never really went. Oh, it's for the Great Escape. I always just, like, say it's for Toy Story. You know? No, you should. Great Escape's great. I, I, love, I love Great Escape now, but not when I was like five. That's your problem, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch like Great Escape as a kid. Yeah. Didn't you grew up with Woody? I grew up with Steve McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it paid off. <laughs> yeah, he's, George is now Steve McQueen. <laughs> George oozes Steve McQueen like a swag. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, again this year as well because um, I feel like we planned well originally so, um, for my, my family that we're probably going to watch um, the new Pixar film Soul because it comes out Christmas Day on the Disney Plus. Is it paid or is it free? I think I had it. I think it's free. I think it is, but they haven't actually said anything yet that I feel like it could oh, be paid. If it's free, we will. Yeah, I think yeah. it's free. I've heard it. Um, yeah. I I am. I am relatively certain that it's just coming out for the on Christmas Day. Yeah, I think it is. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I am like pretty sure it's not. I just—they haven't specifically said like either way, or that I've seen. No, they they, specifically said either way, I, but... I found that they so they um with in yeah. their announcement thing, the um what Disney film is it that's coming out next year that they said is going to come out on Disney Plus the same time it's in cinemas. Um. Mm. I can't remember which one it was. It might be a Pixar film. Um, but either way, that one they specified. They said that they were like, oh, it will come out the same day. It will come out the same day as it does in cinemas on Disney with like a premium. So See, I, I, I saw... The a... that they haven't said that for Soul means I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I saw... Think they I saw his trailer for Soul, like, on first day from, like, with Jay Fox and actually saying, streaming only on Disney+. Plus. It, it just says streaming. It, I think it would have said premium. It would have said paid, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if they said it for Mulan or not. That's what I mean. If, like, I think it Mulan is Mulan, they did say paid. But I can't remember if they, like, have or haven't. Like, it would totally be a thing if they're like, yeah, it's streaming. Like, you have to pay for it, but it's streaming. Like, as a, I, that, that's more why I was like, I more, I thought it would was free, but I wasn't 100%. So. I hope it's going to be either way. So I think it's quite good for yeah. me to watch Christmas Day. Um, I mean, so yeah. I'll be yeah. busy. I'll be watching the bridge too far. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, you guys got any last thoughts, last things you want to discuss? Uh, I mean, we never we never actually did. Do we want to quickly cover oh, the last yeah. episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I, in my head, we, we said it. George was like, damn it, we were so close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, what do you guys think? Do I, like I actually it. have... Yeah, I, I have, like, weird mixed thoughts on that episode. So, like, I liked it. I liked that... I, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. Um, That I was like, ah, oh, you know, spoilers. You know, if you haven't seen Mandalorian... Yeah, spoilers now yeah. turn off if you don't want to spoilers from Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, Luke turns up, which I did think would happen... And I'm like, I think I said to uh, George, is like, I'm glad it was Luke and not like, hey, here's 
uh, this dude from Mace Clone Windu. Wars. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I, I, I did kind of want it to be Kyle Katarn and like bring him back. But also, I was like, I'm going to start some garbage Clone Wars characters. I thought, be, I thought it would be Kanan, not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm like, oh, just, I just. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it I'm was. I'm glad it was someone little... from something good as opposed to the Clone Wars. Get him. Yeah. The, so I liked that. I liked the ending. The episode itself, I have mixed feelings on because I feel like Luke came in too early. Because like they they fight their way through, and that was kind of cool. And he has that one fight with the dark trooper, and then he fights, um, um, what's his name? Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then they go to the bridge, and then like the dark troopers come back, and you're like, what? Oh, oh, here we go. And like, I kind of knew because I think I said to you guys before, like when they did the episode a few weeks back, where where Grogu is sat on the stone, and we're like, oh, cool. So which Jedi is going to come and save the day at the end of the last episode? But, like, I just feel like they, they stand behind the blast doors and, like, off Gideon's like, oh, you're having it, you've had it now, mate. You're absolutely screwed. They're going to come and kill all of you. And, like, they're smashing down the door and he's doing, like, all of this and they're still smashing down the door. And then Luke turns up and I'm like, oh, they kind of just hid for that episode. Oh, so did you want a bit of a fight before Luke came to the day? I wanted, I wanted, yeah, what I wanted, like, literally, it's li just that little bit, is I wanted the Dark Troopers to break in them to like not win but like hold them off then be like holding them off i think that would have been a better time to kill off one of those other mandalorian crew rather than just have moff gideon like shoot her or something she's still alive is she still alive yeah oh fair i thought she was dead there was like he shoots no she gets no. shot and i was like ah oh, sweet they're killing her off no people are <laughs> not going to be happy about this <laughs> like she's she's jesus essentially and then, yeah, no, there's not, like a next like, shot where she just stands up. Not Bo-Katan, like, you know, one of Bo-Katan's crew. There's only one, one of them. them. It's, it's one, yeah, one other person. No, because it, there's the three of the three of the others, aren't there? Yeah, yeah there's two of them in this episode. Oh. Yeah, the guy wasn't there. Did the other yeah. one not get shot? No. Well, oh, never mind. bo -Katan got shot by Moff Gideon, but she was fine, somehow. Yeah, that was a bo -Katan that got shot. Oh, I thought they yeah, just yeah. shot and killed the other. No, he, he shot her, and I was like, "Oh, they've killed that." Not necessarily being good. I was, uh, the other one was in this but I was like, "Oh, that's because it's like a Clone Wars character. People are going to be kicking up such a stink." I was like, "Oh, okay." I would, be, I would just, have annoyed that's like, how she died. It's like, "Oh, that's a bit of an itch," and I was like, "Because oh. with her, I would have wanted to have died actually in uh, in a duel with with um, Mando." Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. Is I was like, "Can't be asked for your shit." Yeah, I'd have like. Yeah, I would have liked a bit more of a fight between the Dark Troopers and them. Because the Dark Troopers are like built up to be this real ominous force, and then he does fight one of them, and it obviously is a difficult fight. Yeah, why, why, why aren't they in the sequel, in the sequel trilogy if they're so good? But I will say that The Mandalorian has always felt like a very small show. Yeah. Yeah. That when that one t Dark Trooper turned up and like started beating him up, I was like, oh, they are not, this is not the show to do any more than one of them. Like, it's a very small show that yeah. when that happened, I wasn't like, oh, no. I was like, okay, yeah. Remember at the end, the, like, climax of the last season's episode, the big, like, thing? Oh, yeah. it's, and it's not a lot. So one of us has to kill him. is six Stormtroopers. It weren't six. I, I didn't rewatch really it. It was, it was like 20. It. I did check it. 
It's not that many. It, no, it was. I looked. It was, a, like it was actually quite a lot. It's, of like, it's like a third of the number they've already fought off and killed. It was still about like, 20, though. It was a lot we're of them. Kill I did. Guys. I won't watch my mum. It was definitely a lot of them. It's not, it's not that many. Watch it back. It's not six. It's not yeah. 20. It was 20. I, I, trust. Look. Yeah. The big final battle in, in the first season is like one TIE fighter. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, it's not a big show. That yeah. I know, but I'm... that's what all I, all I kind of wanted was like for the Dark Troopers to break in, them to start fighting, and they can like hold them off, but, you know, be losing. Not die. And to be a losing battle. And just have that for like a minute, two minutes, and then have them like stop turn. And like walk off, and they could have been like, "What the fuck was going on?" And then you know, just carry on as it did then. They probably went out of budget on the CGI for Luke before that. <laughs> uh, possibly, possibly. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like, so I, I actually was like, "Oh, that episode itself," I was like, oh, "The episode was okay." But yeah, like, I, I did kind of like when it. Quite sad though, wasn't it? When we got you know, left. Yeah, I am wondering what's going to happen. So, do, are you assuming you guys both saw the after credits? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing that show. You know, the title's a bit crap. But this is the thing: is I actually, the more I think about it, and I think George mentioned it, and I saw a thing on my on my YouTube of like, I think the book of Boba Fett is going to be the next series of the Mandalorian because okay. I think, that, you know, they've been doing chapters. Yeah, I think the next one is going to start again. Season three is going to start again as the book of Boba Fett, chapter one. Actually, that's why. Yeah, that's why I assumed it was. Um, Actually, probably well yeah, because, because they, they, they didn't the originally announce two seasons. Yep, and then also if you look up about the Mandalorian season three, the only thing I can find on it really so far is that its release date is December twenty twenty one. There you go. Um, which does raise raise the question of, is like the Mandalorian like Mando done? Because a lot of it does rely he took on his helmet off. The kind of like he's done any sort of. You take Baby Yoda out, you're then losing kind of the core of that show. So, it, and it is a good point to like move move on to be like, okay, cool, we can now follow another character. However, they have then also set up that whole thing with the Dark Saber, Saber and Bo-Katan and Saber Mandalore. What I, I feel like he won't be written out of it, but maybe it'll just Boba Fett will become the main. What I think will, might happen, which is something that I'm not particularly pleased about. Is I feel I'd be like the Mandalorian book one is about Mando, the Mandalorian book two, which is going to be like two seasons, is Boba Fett. The Mandalorian book three, which is two seasons, is going to be Bo Selector or whatever her name is, and it's going to focus Wait, what? on her. <laughs> whatever <laughs> her name is, Bo Selector. Yeah. Yeah. That like, I, I I have a feeling that they might be like she's going to turn up again, and then the third book will be about her or something. Yeah. Also, did you see they're doing? So you know you've got the um, Ahsoka series and the um, new the, the, the new Republic, the new Rangers of the New Republic, yeah, like that. Um, apparently they're all gonna be. So I think they're doing a like Avengers slash Defenders style. Um, from what I've heard is that they'll do they'll have their own series and then at some point there'll be a crossover, which I suspect will have. Mando, Ahsoka, Boba. whoever Avengers, probably then Boba Fett, maybe Boca, Bo Bo Katan. Um, yeah, yeah. I do um, have a feeling that like because they really tried to build up in this one episode, they really tried to build up that storyline for no real reason apart from me thinking like, oh god, they're gonna try and do something like continuing 
the season with her or something. I don't, I don't mind that. Keep, keep it fresh. Keep it, keep it different, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I'd just like, rather it would be a more interesting character, I guess. But... Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking, like, if you are going to go for, like, hey, cool, we're going to do, like, was it Skins that used to do that, where it would be, like, two seasons following the same Yeah, it was, it, it was different gens, yeah. Yeah, of, like, if you were going to do that, which is fair enough, and, like, you know, better to, like, finish a story and then leave you wanting more than just overstate your welcome. Like if you were going to do that, then they may as well have wrapped it up and, you know, have Bo-Katan take the Darksaber off Mando. But she like, wouldn't oh, take it. His. I know. But, like, have to win kind it. of just, or maybe she then does be, well, I don't know, whatever. Whatever you do, and then be like, cool. Rather than be like, and this story is over. Or is it? Ooh. I don't know. Well, it's also the thing of, like, that show has a very, like, diff- definitive storyline, I think. The fact that, like, the story of the Mandalorian is actually about, like, six episodes, and then there's a lot of, like, wheel spinning. There's a lot of, like, we need to go to this planet, and it'll take us, like, four episodes to get there. Like, because of that, I was, like, I don't think they can really extend it that long. I'm kind of glad that, I mean, I don't know for certain, but I am kind of glad if they're, like, this is that story, and that's the end of it. Like, I hope they aren't, like, ah, now Grogu's escaped and now Mando like if they drag it on a little bit like eh. like I am glad that they've kind of wrapped it up but I like um, my other point is on the throne <laughs> I talked to Alex about this <laughs> on the throne Jabba's proper big and then we see Bib Fortuna and he's proper big I was like did they do that so that when returned little porky Boba Fett sits on the throne yeah, yeah, yeah. As bad. it's just like <laughs> There we go. Like he doesn't, his armor doesn't fit at all anymore, and he's like got a proper capital D. But I said, that's what joke. happens. To, that's what happens to everyone. That's what happens to everyone. <laughs> is it that spider brain that he became? He's just a fat guy now. It's fine. They're all they're all slightly chubby. I do think it's quite funny that yeah, like he was fat as well. I was going like, is that what happens when you sit sit on that chair? You just get fat. And yeah, he's like you said, Boba's got like a little tight armor and all that. It's pop out the and stuff. I was more just when Boba Fett walked in and like walked in and was like, uh, like being all cocky, and then stood in front of him on like top of the pit that leads to the rancor. I was like, Boba Fett, you are not skilled in any way to have the confidence to stand on that rancor. Yeah, I thought that. Button, you're gonna fall in. I really, really. What really is. knew it was never going to happen, but what did him just be like, eh, 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 and push it by the bando goes like, Ooh! or Boba just falls, and then it just cuts to black. Well, that first actually, because I remember checking the um, the time left on the show, because it, it like, you know, ended with like, you know, eight minutes going, the quote's only like a minute. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's got six minutes like... going, like, oh, are you going to do a wanker bit now? Because like, I looked at it, and it was like, three minutes ago, I was like, are you going to do the wanker bit? And it, it didn't do it. I went, oh, fair. I mean, also, kind of like we were saying, uh, or I was saying earlier, he goes into Jabba's palace, which used to be a packed, thriving thing, and there's like four people in there. Like, I think after Jabba's gone, you kind of, you know. Well, like, well, after Jabba's gone, there's someone replaces him. You think he'd like get the party going again? And I know it might have been like, ah, it's a Wednesday morning, no one's in or something. But it's more like, again, I think that's just because the Mandalorian is a pretty small show that they're like, we'll do Jabba's palace, but we could get eight extras into this, like, into this sound stage. Oh. So we'll just do that, like. There isn't that many people. I'm more curious why it wasn't a different hut because it's, it's, it's a hut family, like, like you know. Because Fortuna took it over. Why? Why not? He's a power struggle. He does in the books. But I don't know what he's done in the books. And then he becomes a brain spider thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, um, I, I did think that the actual um, CGI for Luke looked, looked pretty pretty good for, for it. Oh, yeah. I thought it looked I, good. I, I didn't. No? I could tell it was Luke, but it definitely, like, it didn't look... Mm. It, it looked it like... like... <sighs> What's a good way of it? It looked like, you know, instead of, like, them being younger, like, in Marvel movies, it looked, like, really early that. It looked like kind of something out of like X-Men Origins Wolverine where it's like, I can see uh, no. where you were. Yeah, no, you go too far with no. that. No, it really doesn't no. look that much. Like, I it, think it's very, like, it's yeah. very on par with what they did for Rogue One, I think. Yeah, like it, it looks very fake. And it, especially that it's the thing of like, having watched Star Wars so many times and knowing what Luke Mark Hamill looked like, especially at that time, seeing it then, I was like, oh, like... I know that Mark Hamill had a motorbike accident in between, like filming of the first and the second Star Wars, which is why he gets hit by that one. But did that happen again in this timeline? Because he <laughs> looks, it doesn't look great. Like I could tell it was Luke, and I was like, oh yeah, it's Luke, but it definitely was like off. Oh, it wasn't particularly great. But again, I think that's because it's TV and it doesn't have like the biggest budget. Yeah, yeah. The Dark Troopers looked CG. What's weird about that was that actually he didn't speak very much, and I was like trying to work out if it was Mark Hamill or not. No, you, you, yeah, I was trying to watch the credits to see if Mark Hamill there, was in there. There, there was a joke online if it was Sebastian Stan as, as him. Well, that's what everyone, everyone was saying. Like, oh, if we do have young Luke, just get Sebastian Stan to play him. And then that turned up, and everyone was like, should have just got Sebastian Stan. And some people were like, no, it will always be Mark Hamill. And it was like, okay. Well, like, I think I think it doesn't. You know, I, I, it, despite the dodgy CGI, I'm quite glad it was Mark Hamill because it was yeah. just that one bit in that one episode. If they were like, you know, oh, hey, Luke is now going to be a main cast character of this show. He's going to be in every episode. Then I would have preferred they got someone else to. Yeah, a younger actor. Just to... I agree. But for the sake of five minutes at the end of an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah just get, if you know, get Mark Hamill to do it, I'd say. But yeah, he doesn't talk enough, like, for me, it didn't talk enough for me to be able to tell if it was him or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, Grogu becomes a Knight of Ren, yeah? No, Grogu dies. <laughs> Kylo Ren kills him. All these people who championed and stand Kylo Ren, he killed Grogu. Deal with it. I'm going to act like he got away. I, I believe. No, that is just a fact. You have no. to accept it. No, I believe he got yeah. away. No. Nope. I, I wonder away. if they'll ever, if they'll ever, like, Go back and go back and add in Grogu's corpse in that scene where Luke's looking at the burning temple. Should go like yeah. But no, I, I wonder if they'll ever if they'll ever like refer to that or see what happens to him in the future or whether they are. They like, won't. I don't think they'll refer to it. We are going to completely ignore that the sequel trilogy ever happened, and no. we're going to make our own. One hundred percent. The fact that they're bringing back as many characters as they can in the Mandalorian, I'm relatively certain that if this Mandalorian continues to like season six, he'll turn back up. Like the fact that they're bringing back like this episode, the team of them were like the the woman who's been in it a bunch, the like jump trooper, a woman from season one, Boba Fett, someone from Clone Wars. It was like all of these are returning characters. There's no one new anymore that one hundred percent if they continue this season, he will be back. Yeah. That's just true. Oh, yeah, you'd have to pop up somewhere again. Star Wars is just bringing people back at this point, and that's all it does. That he he will be back. Such so a fan favorite character, he'll be back. I, I can imagine though, like so, I've ignored all the like joke about like maybe dying or being the wedding stuff. Yeah, I do feel like they might do a thing where, like maybe like later down the line, years later, 
Mando will go and get get Grogu before we, like Kalaben comes or something. They'll do something like that. Where we'll just take him away. I don't. I think he's just dead. Cal, we're gonna have to live. Well, no. I'm just but... saying. Like, I can imagine them doing that though. In general, like doing like him come back and getting him. I uh, I mm. can't wait though until they re-release um, Rise of Skywalker, where you know that bit where Ray's like like losing to the Emperor, and then you have all Go the Grogu Jedi things. Believe in the Force, and then just in the middle of that, you'll hear Grogu be like. <laughs> I, I legit thought he was gonna speak in this episode, but you, I, I, nah, that, I... you just can you imagine he hasn't spoken the whole time. He just made baby noises, and then he talks, talks like Yoda, no, deep he's, voice. And he's doing that bit where he touches his face, and he's just gonna be like, "Treated me well, you have." <laughs> no, he just touches his face. He's like. Right, see you later, boys. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> Cheers for that. Nifty no, 50 and all that. Cheers, boys, but I'm off. <laughs> no, I just more was like, I, when he, especially when he touched his face, I thought he was going to say, like, Menu or something. I was like, I feel, I thought they were going to do that where he says his like first word is like Mando or Dad or something like that. Glad we didn't. Yeah, but yeah. But I think you are. Maybe he doesn't speak by the time Kylo Ren kills him. Maybe he couldn't call out. God, he survived Anakin. He survived Anakin and then Kylo Ren killed him. I what kick in the dick that is. He survived Darth Vader and then Kylo Ren's the one that killed him. I have, I have hope. <laughs> well, you're wrong. He's dead. No, you don't, yeah, I can't prove that. You can't prove he's alive. He's dead. Yeah, so, so we're both in the same boat here. He's dead. I'm going to go for it. I'm, I'm going to find his corpse in that burning I'm going for it. He's dead. Deal with it. Kylo, no, I know you love Kylo not. Ren. I can no, see you I in your background. We're doing cameras. I can see you've taken down your Kylo Ren poster that you have in the background, Callum. You know it's true. I never had Park Ren poster. Look at him. I can still see the blue tech marks from your Kylo Ren poster. I've bad posters in there. You're going to have to... Re- you can't love him anymore. He killed your Grogu. That shirtless Adam Driver pick can stay up. I see why you've got that up. But your Shut Kylo Ren poster's come down. Shut what? You can tell. We're doing cameras this year. Shot of what? Anyway, shot of what, mate? Like, what? Your, your, your shirtless Kylo Ren poster. Yeah. Oh yeah, with little like, like, like the band thing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that one, that, that one, I can see why you've got that up. That's more. Oh no, that's not behind me. I suppose you know that's not, that's on here. That's, that's on this side, mate. You can't see yeah. that. Well, it's just in the corner. And also, I've been in that room. That, yeah. Like that—that's more I've of an appreciation of male, male physique. But your Kylo Ren poster, I can see the blue type box. You've taken it down. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Guys, we last four last things on that. Uh, are we going to talk about what we're doing in over yeah. probably next episode? Because that's the true, yeah. I just assumed that yeah. was a review that we were going to do in this one, but yes, we have some stay tuned for next episode. Stay tuned, yeah. yeah everyone, um, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, uh, please uh, let us know your thoughts. If you like to discuss it uh, on Instagram, we'd love to know what you think. If you see a like button uh, anywhere they get your podcast, please hit a like button. Show support, we really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you next episode. Will we run? Thanks for listening. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Real Rewind, where you can tune into new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook at The Real Rewind on Twitter and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon.